the episode you are about to listen to includes uh, multiple instances of food-based body horror, additional content notes, as well as a list of every notable character in this miniseries can be found in the description. I hope you enjoy your stay. Previously on Quest Friends. You all have heard of the old house that is sitting in the middle of the street in your town. Whoever spends a full night in it will be able to obtain whatever item they most desire, no matter how fantastical or impossible it may sound. My name is Fistibus Orlani. I am your, uh, for lack of a better word, host in this uh, house, the uh, Monarva household. Now that you're all here, you need to be able to protect yourselves. He's gonna reach into his pocket and just take out like a handful of bullets. There's no gun, <laughs> just like a handful of bullets and pass them out to everyone else. Be like, take this weapon. It's very powerful, especially against living things. Sammy was able to avoid the falling candelabra, but Pesto was not fast enough. So how does he die? I want to. I want to. I want to know viscerally. Is he just stabbed to death? Or well, yeah. So like basically. <laughs> well, yeah. Sammy's mission is no longer to protect Pesto from the ghosts. His mission is to help Pesto understand that he doesn't need to be a ghost, that he can move on. Great. That heaven is waiting for him. Oh, God. I don't know if it's heaven waiting for Pesto Scuba. You will see that there is a table with a lot of different food laid out of it. Most of it is delicacies such as chicken nuggets and chicken wings. Peter takes a bite and goes, Ooh, wow, this is really good. But something looks weird in his eyes and his smile. Because I rolled a three. Rogue in the narrows on the cells of dirge. Mode in the marrow gone melt and merge. Oh, throw crooned on the balcony. Welcome to the Fucking Christ. <laughs> God, I, I will say that, like, this is the room that I had, like, the least <laughs> death stuff planned for. I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> so you say, like, oh, this is really good. And you, like, actually feel like it's actually just, like, really good. Like, the more you eat it, the, like, hungrier you are for it. And other than that, for now, nothing seems to be wrong there's like a lot of different variety of different foods and whatever you eat, you will, a la Emperor's New Groove, slowly become whatever thing you are eating. Yeah, just I'll, I'll eat more. Okay. You can describe, otherwise I will just have new things be part of my body. Okay, do that. Yeah, for now you're just like, oh, this is really good. And you just are like super obsessed with these chicken wings now. Yeah, I'll say, ooh, the... This is really good. And I'll take another bite and I'll be like, ah, huh. And I'll bite out of the other side of my mouth. And as my mouth opens up, we can see the incisor. Oh my God. On the one side of my mouth is just a tiny little chicken bone. Oh, oh. I don't like that. Oh, oh. what the fuck, Kyle? 
That is so I much worse like than that. normal bug snacks. I'm yeah, so like... close to X-carding that into something that's not awful. Talk about bug snacks. Ooh, bugs. <laughs> oh my fucking no. god, bugs! Talk about bug snacks. I mean, if you want to X card that, if you want to X card that, we can. I'm I'm not gonna X card it because the damage is done. Like I'm not upset that Kyle like did that conceptually. I'm just upset I had to hear it. But that's already happened. I can't undo that by X-carding it. Okay, <laughs> excellent. So yeah, so that is that is what will happen. Also, you will notice as you go to the other room, there's this like feeble like egg, what, what do you call it? Egg horror or like figure that like- the Egg demon? Egg demon. Like you just see like it feebly trying to go and reach you because he's like chopped in half. It's just that this really like feeble like thing trying Aww. to move and not being able to because my idea was to have a potential pants labyrinth situation where if you grab the food, the thing would chase you, but you chopped it in half and I don't want to <laughs> take that from you. So it's just gonna try and do it, but nothing is really gonna happen because it's chopped in half now. Brent is gonna fucking stomp on the demon <laughs> trying to crawl. <laughs> just let me look up junk food. Or no, I'm going to look up bowling food. That's a good... Bowling food? No, I'll look up a pizzeria. I'll look up a pizzeria menu. That's a lot of cheap food. It's the same as a bowling alley, I assure you. <laughs> okay, perfect. So I assume that you will head further up. So like you will head to where the ballroom is? Yes. I was foolish in letting us be split so easily. Yeah, yeah. Ballroom. Ballroom. I'm going to follow you eating food. Excellent. Okay, I'm going to move the scene now to Sammy Winch. What are you going to do to try to open this door, Sammy Winch? It's locked. And Pestos Kuba, the ghost you're now trying to help, is on the other side of this door. Will not unlock it, just in case you were thinking of asking. Well, see, the great thing about Pesto being a little bit, you know, resistant to my well-intentioned aid is that he didn't take the candelabra. <laughs> I still have it. And so I would like to try to beat down the door with the candelabra. Okay, roll me, and this will be the new freebie roll. So this is gonna be fine, but roll me to do that. Okay. Three. Three. Well, I'm glad that it's reset. Yeah. Uh, Kyle <laughs> sacrificed himself for you because that was the death number. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So you like go for it. Like probably like how your brother taught you to break doors. Probably. <laughs> oh yeah. 100%. This is all my brother. <laughs> and you open the door. And at first you don't see Pesto anywhere. You just see this bed, this shelf that has a bunch of books, a desk that has something like a letter or something that was written, but it seems to not be, so it wasn't finished. And you don't see anything yet. Okay, yeah. Then I try to hone in my situational awareness taught to me by my father, who I had a very complicated relationship with and who is now dead. I, I, I try to be very perceptive in looking for traps. <laughs> so you don't see any traps. You do see Pesto Scuba, which I want to ask, 
when you first wanted to go there, like, did you have like a specific goal in mind, Hallie, or is was it just like to explore? Like, what would Pesto Scuba do? Oh, he was uh, <laughs> gonna go to bed. Oh, <laughs> he's like, that's literally why he wanted to find the master bedroom. He was gonna be like, oh my god, fuck everybody else. If there's a bed here, I'm taking it. Oh my god, perfect. Okay, so you will see that in fact, Pesto Scuba is floating like if this was like a movie like the exorcist or something it would look kind of creepy because you would just see this floating ghost on top of the bed just standing there like laying on the bed which is what you see sammy winch as you enter and you like hone your looking sense and actually try to hone in where the ghost may be actually i will say that that's where the emf is strongest <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, all oh, right, he is here. Guys, I found the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Ruining all your investigative plans. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I think he's asleep, like, he's already dead. What are they going to do to him? At least while he's sleeping, he's not becoming more of a malevolent spirit. So I don't know if ghosts sleep. I'm assuming they don't. So it's probably like... There's no way that Pesto would have fallen asleep in that short a time period, especially with a certain someone banging down the door with a candelabra. <laughs> I could see him pretending. Actually, you know what? He's just, he's just gonna roll over and say, go away. Go away. Go away. Look, I've, I've been in your place, man, where it just feels like you gotta close off your heart from everyone. You know... When I was a baby, my mom died, and then my girlfriend died, and then my dad died, and we had a really complicated relationship, God. and so I, I know what it's like to be so shut off from the love of others, but I've learned that you have to cherish the ones you have beside you, and I'm beside you now, man. <laughs> It's okay to move on. Do you answer Pesto or if not, I have a He's just he's just like rubbing his eyes like I am doing now. <laughs> <laughs> when you like go and talk with Pesto, do you like approach where he is in the bed? Sammy is keeping a respectfully television heterosexual man distance away from another <laughs> man in a bed. <laughs> okay. As you're talking to him, you will notice that the sheets that are on the bed are kind of like slinking down the bed a little bit, and they are like kind of like if they were snakes approaching your feet. Like, no, thank you, no, thank you. Oh, but if they make that noise, they're kind of cute. <laughs> it's not. It's not actually. They don't actually make that noise. I don't know how to make scary noises. No, I am. I'm gonna take that sound <laughs> and I'm gonna layer it on top of it. So, so it's just a bunch of artists going <laughs> as it's going towards your feet. What does what does Sammy Winch do? Do you try to avoid them? Do you try to do it? Adopt, 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 <laughs> adopt. Can I slash at them with my candelabra? You can certainly try. Or like, I want to wave it in front of them to wave them away with the iron, which always works on all ghosts, definitely, because the rules are very clear and always followed in 15 whole seasons of a television show. 
except they are not. And these sheet beds are not technically, like, the sheets themselves are not a ghost. So, but you can definitely try and wave the candelabra to the sheets if you want. I mean, Sammy Winch does what Sammy Winch knows. Sammy Winch is going to wave that candelabra. Okay, roll me some sweet dice. Oh, okay. Fourteen. Okay, excellent. So you'd slash at the sheets and are just like, wah, and you do get some off, <laughs> but the sheets kind of like got angry if that's a thing that could happen with sheets. And so you see the bed itself as if it were a horse <laughs> go up and like try to attack you going like, right to get at you which is i want to say the reference for the boy who went forth to learn what fear was which i didn't think you would get but the bed becomes a horse-like thing that attacks the boy jesus christ and i didn't expect you would reach this room and you did we did it Yay! We got the horse bed. A singular reference. You did it! You reached the room that I didn't think you would go to. And now you have to fight a horse bed. We got the Easter egg. I am a bit sad that Pesto Kaiba is a ghost <laughs> because the original thing is that the kid lays in the bed and then the bed becomes <laughs> a horse bed and rides with the kid off to the distance as the kid just tries to rein it in. I mean... Pesto is still in the bed. Ride my horse to the old town road. Let me do it. <laughs> it is true. Okay, yeah. So the bed comes like a horse <laughs> and tries to attack Sammy Winch, which you have to like avoid it so that it doesn't actually like fall on top of you attacking you. Well, here's the thing. My brother, he's got a little cowboy in him, you know. Great God. <laughs> he's like that rugged man and he wears boots. He rides on a steel horse. He sure does. But he's wanted dead or alive. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Anyways, so roll to avoid this bed. No, oh, I want to jump on it. Oh, you want to jump on it? Okay, roll to jump on jump it. Jump the bed. I'm on there. No! I rolled a four. All right, so you managed to jump on top of the bed and very much like the kid in the kid who went for to learn what fear was, you managed to grab onto the sheet rails of the horse bed with Pesto Kaiba there. I want to ask, or Pesto Fuck, Pesto Scuba there. <laughs> and I want to ask Pesto Scuba, do you have any reactions to Sammy Winch oh, man. suddenly just jumping on your bed as you're trying to sleep in it? <laughs> man, oh man, give me a second. <laughs> like, how, um, there's gonna be, like, when the bed first starts moving, it doesn't ruffle Pesto's feathers. Like, he walks through being stabbed by a candelabra and goes, you know, unscathed, so everything's fine. This house is just weird. But then Sammy Winch jumps out of the bed and he's probably just like, What do you think you're doing? <laughs> and then there's this whole, like, horse underneath him made of bed sheets. And, and, um,. I think this is going to be the love confession of Pesto's No, it is not, though. I just have no fucking idea how he would respond <laughs> in real words, because... Sammy's hair is flowing in the wind, by the way. Oh, of course it is. I'm sure it is. I just want to clarify that, yeah. It always is flowing in the wind. Yeah, it's very nice hair. <laughs> 
Every way you try to phrase it in my mind, it sounds really, really bad. So, like, I'm sorry, this is taking so long. Oh no, you're fine. It's okay. And I love that this romantic scene is happening as the bed is just like, <laughs> like, like, let's, let's, like, I'm not trying to be romantic. Sammy Winch just has a lot of feelings. His relationship with his father was complicated, and now he's dead. <laughs> Very complicated. It is true. All right. Upon Sammy Winch leaping onto this bed and suddenly there being a horse <laughs> as a sheet underneath them, Pesto's going to be like, that's not how you tame a horse, you dolt. You have to do it like you do a dragon. <laughs> Pesto's going to help. Fucking worth it. And I don't have to roll for that or anything. I can't. It took me several seconds to think of how to make that without it being like a tame your dragon joke. Oh, I see. It was It was. That very- took me a while. Sammy Winch, do you respond or 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 Sammy Winch is going to respect this person's knowledge. He's not completely sure that it's going to work because Pesto is a ghost. <laughs> so he's gonna sort of back off, but not back off very much because he is figuring he's gonna have to grab on again when Pesto's little ghost hands go right through. This is like the most agreeable Pesto has been towards you this entire adventure. This like, all right, fine. So I assumed, but maybe I misunderstood that you were grabbing the sheet already, but like, did you not? Did you just jump into it and haven't actually tried to tame the bed? Oh yeah, and mine didn't mean to imply that it was getting harder or anything. We can just say that Pesto and Sammy do this thing together because that's how I wanted to respond. Like Pesto's helping him out. Yeah, that is what I wanted to do. Yeah. I feel like this is a good scene for you to nail this bed. It probably also- For you to nail this bed. No, Great. Not, <laughs> not like that. Oh. Really happy oh, with the direction this I... is going. <laughs> this, is, this is great. This I is great. Bam, 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 bam. This is how it's said. How did we get how here? How did we get like, here? This is so weird. How did we get here? I don't specific know. Specific spot at this specific time. <laughs> we are just two men riding the sheets together. <laughs> boys being boys. In the master suite. Guys being dudes. Just boys being boys. Boys being dudes. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> boys will be boys. Uh okay, yeah, so you 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 two wrangled <laughs> in the bed. God. I I there's no way that I will be able to have this come up in a non-69 way. <laughs> but basically I, I imagine like when Festus Coop is like, ah, oh, you do it like you do a dragon and like tries to grab it, but he can't because he faces through that. Oh, but he thinks that he is, so it's fine. He thinks that he is. Because the one that is doing it is Sammy Winch. And so, like, you both grab the reins of this bed. And now you have a bed horse that you can take to other places of this house as you so wish. Oh my god, we can ride the bed horse? You can ride the bed horse to other places of the house. Down the old town staircase? That's great. I don't know if we should try to ride it down the stairs yet. I think I think we should get I think we should get the hang of it first. I'm already dead. For being dead, Pesto's having the time of his life. He truly is. This is probably happier than he was ever in life. Not that he'd ever admit it. No. <laughs> don't worry about it. God, I don't know how we got this. But you know, it's really okay to talk about your feelings if you want to talk about your feelings, because oh then it's God. kind of like a whole sharing session and then I can bring up my feelings again because I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> God damn it. 
So now that you will have a bed horse and are talking about your feelings together in this bed, <laughs> what do you want to take the bed magic to? What do you want to do next? Uh, I don't know, because Pesto's whole plan was to just sleep in the bed, but that doesn't seem like it's a possibility anymore. So The bed is a horse. You can't sleep in it. The bed is a horse. The bed is a horse. Let me look at the map again. Maybe we could go out into the garden. Want to go into the garden? <laughs> All right. Your own secret garden. Well, because I think it's going to be really difficult to get it through yeah. bedroom doors. Yeah, no, that's reasonable. But, like, there's a big glass door. They got a fucking horse. There is not going to be a glass door <laughs> in five seconds. Crash! In five seconds. But we can revisit how well you fare as you crash to that. After we deal with the adventures of Frances and Peter Wynn, which you're heading towards the ballroom, do you have any other like scenes or conversations before you like enter this ballroom? I think right now Brent hasn't fully noticed the bug snacksification. Okay. And so is just focused on uh, what's going to happen to us next. Not a whole lot has happened. Peter has moved on from the chicken wings. He's now on to mozzarella sticks and marinara sauce. I kind of want mozzarella sticks now. <laughs> yeah. You just like notice like instead of getting less hungry, you get more hungry the more you're eating. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm going to town. I pack some Skittles in there, you know, a little bit too. A piece of mushroom pizza. So my ears kind of are frilling almost like the ends of mushrooms at this point. God. And my hair is like along the veins of chocolate. So it's just this hard, dark brown, like dark chocolate. Oh my God. But right now I'm eating mozzarella sticks and I'm, I'm getting a little bit of the marinara on my face. I'm being a little sloppy. Because I'm just chowing down so fast. Excellent. We've got to be careful, Peter. Chaos could be anywhere. Waiting for us. Yeah, what? What? Oh, yeah, chaos. Yeah, totally. Don't worry about it. I'll do what I can to protect us. Great. Uh, that's great. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. And as Brent turns around away from me, Peter notices there's a bit of mozzarella on his lip. He's like, huh. And he takes out his tongue to lick it off. But out of his mouth, instead of a tongue, comes a long, cheesy part of a mozzarella stick. Oh. Uh, why is it so much worse? Oh. How is the true horror? The thing that you are coming up with, Kyle Decker. I gave you too much power. Fuck, we can't even we, we can't even X card it because like now it exists. I can't purge that from my brain. Uh, I'm content in warning this episode so fucking hard. <laughs> I gave you too much power. Oh. Food-based body horror. Why did the others get to flirt while I'm down here with bug snacks? <laughs> Fuck. Okay. So as you open the room of the ballroom, like, it's big. It seems like it hasn't been used in, in some time. You kind of, like, faintly hear some music, even though there's, like, nobody around that you can see. If I know my rooms, this is a puzzle. We need to find some kind of music box or key will allow us to open some other place elsewhere in the mansion. So are you, are you going to just like go and look for anything and explore? Yeah, yeah. Brent is just trying to see like if he can find the source of the music, assuming that that will be like a critical clue. But is otherwise just like looking around the room, trying to find like conspicuous medallions, keys, 
Things that seem like the sort of thing a character would pick up in point-and-click shenanigans. <laughs> so as you're looking for the source of this music, you will see a lady, which is not... Not the lady that Peter saw. It's not that same mirror lady. No, it's another one. Also around the same age, but this one actually has like way shorter hair and more curly. And she will look at you and be like, Oh, I didn't receive your invitation for the ballroom party. Are you one of our new guests? Yes. And it'll just show the contract page map thing we were given. <laughs> and she'll be like, Oh, excellent. You can be welcome here then. And then suddenly you will see all around you where there was nothing, a lot of different ghosts dancing around and the music intensifies and it's like this big waltzy song that is like really like has a nice rhythm to it and you kind of want to dance to it a little bit and she'll be like I don't know where my mother is she is usually the one that starts the true hosting for the ballroom but you can stay here and enjoy while I go to look for her and like she will try to like walk through the crowd of the people that are dancing Brent, of course, takes no notice. He just looks off to the side, edgy, tough, like, thanks, but no thanks. I danced blues back in college. <laughs> this beat isn't quite right for me. I have heard that you're not enjoying the party. And suddenly, as like you're watching everybody dancing around, you will see in the center of the crowd that there is a big tall figure that you will recognize as Fistibus and it will approach to you. You do not like this music? Fistibus, you dare come here to mock me. What, a, what is this, ballroom dancing? In a ballroom, of all things? It is not mocking. This is just uh, what I offer as a host, and I believe that guests should be more grateful to their hosts when they are invited to such a party. And did you write that into your contract? If you look at the small letters in H5, <laughs> subsection B, sub subsection 2 Roman numerals, <laughs> you will see that enjoyment of the party is one of the required uh, responses. Damn that law student. He didn't warn us of this. Mm -hmm. my, my name is... My, my name is... My, my, my name is... Oh, hi! And Peter walks up to Fistivos and says, Hi, my, uh, my name is Pete. Er, my name is Peter. And he takes out to handshake what looks to be a webbed hand, an oily webbed hand. But if you looked at it, you realize it wasn't a webbed hand. It's actually iceberg lettuce covered in French <laughs> dressing. Oh! Okay. And he, like, shakes it off to return it to normal. And he shakes it again and he can't do it. And so then he just puts his hand down and takes out his left hand and uses it to shake Fistivos's hand. The true horror was Kyle Decker being the PC in my in my God. game. This is a true fucking horror. Maybe the real horror was letting Kyle play all along. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fistivos will like look at Peter doing that, and and he'll just shrug, be like, "See, Mister Chaz, 
Mr. Peter is more keen to the enjoyment of our place that you are. I see that you are not really uh, following the uh, guest rule of enjoying this place. But uh, if you so wish, I suppose we could do a little bit of a shortcut and give you what you're looking for before this night is over, since you're already breaking your contract. What do you say? I told you once before, I don't make deals with chaos. I'm not going to fall for your tricks. Look what you did to Peter. And Peter is just taking nacho chips in his lettuce hand, and he's just shoveling them into his face. And you can see he wipes it off, and in his teeth, there's a little bit of green iceberg lettuce that he seemed to have eaten as well, and he just sucks it back in. God damn it, Kyle. That's fucked up, bro. God. Pistibos will look at you and be like, first of all, I didn't do that to him. He just did that to himself by enjoying the accommodations that I'm providing. And second of all, I am not chaos. That's exactly what chaos would say. <laughs> and as you say that, Festivals is going to like clap and then the ballroom is going to like switch like the environment of it and you're going to see that now all of the ghosts that were dancing suddenly kind of get pulled into the walls of the place and like what? they look suddenly way smaller they looked in fact not like people ghosts but they look like little dolls, like little toys that are on the shelves of this new ballroom that now has these shelves on. And in the center of it now, next to Fistibos, you will see a little doll that has blonde hair, a little bit of a stubble, and that doll holding in its hands, it has what you would recognize as the Chaos Sphere. And welcome to Quest Friends Dread Part 2. I am Ariadne, your GM and still your Haunted House host. This week's announcements are going to be super quick so that you can go back to whatever horror this campaign ended up becoming. The first thing is that the theme song at the beginning of this episode is Welcome to the Family by Miracle of Sound. The second thing is, is that Hallie was a guest GM for The Creed Show, running a system called Afterlife. All of her episodes are now available on The Creed Show's YouTube page. The link is in the description in this episode. And I highly recommend checking it out because it's a really, really fun time. That's all for now. The next episode is going to be on Easy Lies the Head, which is Tom's game, which is going to begin on Monday, November 22nd. He will see you then. And with that, we're shifting to Sammy Wish and Pesto Skuba as they're riding their horse bed into the window of the garden. Crash! And as you're going through the glass, you will see the other girl, the one that has a little bit of a longer brown hair, just being like, 
Have you seen my mother? As you like go and smash through the glass, <laughs> unless you choose to stop as you see that girl saying that no. in the <laughs> No, you're just going for it. We've got enough speed that I feel like we should follow through, but Sammy does plan to try to go back inside to talk to this ghost. Well, isn't she in the glass? She is in the glass. Oh, is she in the glass? Yeah. Oh! oh. Uh, so do we stop before hitting her is the question. Try to, try... It's too late. I mean, it's probably too late. We probably just break it. You just break it and she's in the middle of being like, excuse me, have you seen my arm? And you're like, break the glass. Here we go. And just roll so that like the glass doesn't, I guess, like you're smashing through glass. I assume that that could be potentially. How many numbers do we have? We have three numbers. So three, 14, and four. It's just a 15% chance of death, you know? It's pretty. Let's, let's do it. Pretty good odds. Let's do it. 13. All right. Yeah, you do it. You smash through it. Glass breaks. None of it falls in any place that will be potentially lethal. And off you go to this big garden that even though it's on the second floor, when you look at it, it looks like a big garden. It has a fountain in the middle of it. And then there seems to be someone far away, like maybe painting or something in the like night sky, but it's like kind of far away. It's kind of unclear if that's actually a thing or if it's you imagining things. Uh, Pesto got caught up in the whole bed horse thing. And when we land and everybody catches their breath for a hot second, Pesto's gonna like throw his hands off of the bed horse and be like, partnership is overrated. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Talk off into the corner. I want to talk to the painter. <laughs> you put it off to the painter. Okay. Yeah, like literally anybody to talk to right now who isn't Sammy is great in Pesto's book. Okay, so you approach to watch the painter and it's like a, a yet another different third lady that is also <laughs> around. It looks like maybe the oldest one if like, you know, you were to compare, but like it's the first time you see her. Yep. She has the shortest hair of them all. She kind of has like a little like, not bandana, but like a little tiara kind of thing like surrounding her like hair. And she's just like painting. She turns to look at you and says, uh, oh, it is a beautiful night, isn't it? I just came out. I always like to come out and paint whenever I can. It helps me focus more. You know, I'm, I'm trying to finish this book I'm writing, and uh, I always feel more inspired when I come and like look at the sky and uh, try to, you know, be a little bit more artistic with it. You know what you should paint? <laughs> then he takes out a card, and it's not... The White Eyes Blue Dragon card, because, you know, he wants that from this whole experience. It's a different card. It's like a... Oh, what else does he like? Uh, it's a different dragon. <laughs> it's a different color. This is a... This is a... Black Eyes Red Dragon. No, he would never have that painted, <laughs> even though it's the best dragon. This is like Tobias. I don't to, know. To Tobias? Tobias. This is Tobias that he has, even though... Not Tobias. Even though that's Yuki's card. Tobias. This is Tobias that he's handing. It's like a purple and a green dragon. Oh. Um... I usually paint environments, but uh, <laughs> I could definitely try to add something more fantastical to my painting. I am Polka, by the way, and she will try to shake your hand. Yeah, Pesto will shake it back. Oh, okay. Got no reason. He wants, he wants her to paint this dragon that he just gave to her. 
All right, she'll just smile and take the car and begin painting. What is Sammy Winch doing while this is happening? Is Sammy Winch following Pesto Scuba or is Sammy Winch going somewhere else? So Sammy had the same idea. He was going to go talk to the painter. But upon the little, like, partnership is overrated, Sammy's big puppy eyes get bigger and puppier and sadder. And he looks at the floor and he turns away from where he was going. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) And goes to inspect the broken glass where the other girl was. Oh, okay. So it is pretty broken because you just had a a bed. (laughs) Hang on. Are you on the bed still or did you go out of the bed? Like, Pesto could float away easily. Oh, Pesto got off the horse. Yeah. Yeah, Sammy, again, was like going in the same direction as Pesto. And so he had gotten off the bed as well. And then (laughs) he heard that and like (laughs) turned around. He's chilling kind of by the bed, as in like a... Like a patting the horse kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like little emotional support animal pats. Okay, well, if you inspect the glass, it's pretty broken. But like, you will be able to kind of see in like one of the fragments, like there's a little eye. Not a disembodied eye, but like a piece of a face like staring at you. And then like, it'll be kind of distorted, but like you will still hear like... Uh, I, I haven't seen your mother. Do you miss your mother too? (laughs) Oh my god! Yes, I miss her. She needs to come to us so we can leave. Do you know where she was? Not sure. I think ballroom. But I don't know the way. God damn it. Because <laughs> it's all to the same place, too, though. <laughs> Sammy touches his hand gently to the ground next to the fragment of an eye. His own eyes are brimming with manly tears. <laughs> I'll find your mother. I, uh, I know I can't find mine. <laughs> Please. Rest peacefully now. <laughs> and he's gonna leap onto the bed and drive it over to Pesto. Oh, oh no! Get <laughs> oh, no. in, loser. We're going shopping. <laughs> Pesto, I've I've got a lead. A lead on what? Oh, hello. My name is Polka. Pesto was just showing me this uh, beautiful dragon that I am painting. I think it's just what I need to finish my book. Do you have also something that I can paint and add to my painting? Well, my father taught me. God damn it! <laughs> Not to take things with me on the road. All we had were our weapons and each other. We packed it all into the back of Art and Paula. You know, she never had a real name, but my brother. My brother called her baby. Oh my god, Please, why would no. you bring that up? Oh, that's the fucking worst. <laughs> Please, why? I have a father too. A mother as well. I think mother was going to host a ball later this evening. Will you take us to her? Yeah, I can do that. Please get on my horse. <laughs> she will not think that is weird at all. And she will ask Pesto, like, do you want to come with? Oh my god. 
you can show me more of your dragon cards that I can add to my painting after I take this guest to our mother. Oh, well, now he's getting on it. That'll do it. <laughs> That'll do it. Pesto has turned his face away and has like opened his mouth and is clearly about to say something to the effect of no when she offers to draw more of his dragon cards. And then he will turn back and say, Fine, I haven't seen the ballroom yet. I wonder if it's as good as mine. <laughs> oh my god. Sammy will hold his hand out in a very heterosexual manner oh, to Jesus help Christ. So- <laughs> <laughs> I can show you the world. <laughs> he does not take the hand. I just feel like that's important to say. Sammy knew he wouldn't. Yeah, that's, that's reasonable. <laughs> yeah, and with that, I think we can switch to the next scene. So you switch, and you are in front of Fistibus, Brent, and Peter, just like slowly becoming an eldritch horror. Yeah, Peter is actually, you can see with his other hand, which is now, it looks like a pitcher's mitt, but it's actually, in fact, a giant chicken nugget. (laughs) He is pawing at the plate, and you notice that all of the food is missing on it. There isn't any more, and he keeps pawing at it, trying to find more food. Food oh my god. As like ranch dressing saliva slowly oh, drips from the corners of his mouth. Why are you no, the worst? No. Why are you the most cursed of my game? Brent is backing away in terror, largely from Peter, but also the dolls, that too. Ah, isn't this what you came to the house for? Here is your prize. I don't know why you are suddenly walking away from it. And like as you're backing off, like you would notice like the eyes of the dolls are like following you. Oh! Uh I only I I only know one thing. Uh Peter, you you should probably go uh go go look for more in the dining room again yeah yeah far far away from here He is not paying you any attention as he's looking around with like these pitch black eyes, which someone else would notice are actually identical to chicken eyes. God, great. This uh, will kind of look like, what the fuck, bro? Like, and you, like, I mean, <laughs> he's like, oh. no, not, not at Peter, but at Brent backing up from the chaos thing and, and he's dull there. And like, you'll just hear a voice being like, Huh, that has always worked before. What? What is different? Yeah, Brent's gonna bolt for the door into the, like, main hallway. Savvy! Best <laughs> With the best timing or worst timing, who knows? Because right as you say that, a horse bell <laughs> smashes through the door where you're trying to leave out. And give me a roll to avoid the big, like. Holy shit. But being just clobbered by this bed horse. If I fucking die here. A 12. That wasn't a number yet, right? No, it wasn't a number yet. It's good. It's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, You avoid the bed. You're fine. And then... Born to be Wild is playing, by the way, (laughs) as the door breaks down. Of course it is. 
And then you you see Testo, Sammy, and another lady in this bed as they arrive through the door. And then this lady will look at Fistibus and will say, What are you doing? And then like you hear Fistibus reply, now like with two voices instead of one, being like, Oh come on, Polka, we're just having fun! <laughs> And like, are you like, do you do anything with that? I, I don't, I don't do anything exceptional. I'm just a guy from the pub. My friends dared me to fight chaos. So that's what I'm here to do. <laughs> oh my God. There was no tragic backstory ever. I'm just a guy who likes to fight chaos. That was obvious. If we're, if we're having a heart to heart, I do have a tragic backstory. Oh my God. I know Sammy. <laughs> I want to share. I know, Sammy. <laughs> so you'll hear um, Pistibos say, like, so does this mean you don't want the Chaos Emerald? And then you hear another voice coming from Pistibos, a little bit lower down, being like, we worked a lot to get it, you know? This was the whole point. It's a trick. I know it. I'm not going to be turned into dolls. <laughs> Uh, I, I told you somebody will be able to tell that. Well, nobody has so- You literally put a doll of me right there holding the thing, and all of the dolls are staring at me. I want <laughs> out of this room. <laughs> Festivals were like, ah, oh, okay. And then you'll see the face and the coat that was covering Festivals is going to come out. Because in fact, Festivals all along was the two missing kids of the, uh, whatever anagram I did, hang on, I forget my own, of the Monorva household. Lexi and Tasha, you will see a boy and a girl, which are just like standing Lexi on top of Tasha's shoulders. And they will be like, I told you this wouldn't work, Lexi. Well, it has worked before, Tasha. And they're just like fighting <laughs> one on top of the other as like, you clearly see they're just two kid ghosts. As Polka is like, all right, that's enough. Time to take these this people back to where they came from. Time to like fix whatever's wrong with that guy and like point at the <laughs> win. And then the kids are just going to look at each other and be like, uh, so I don't think anybody has eaten that food before. We kind of <laughs> didn't know what would happen then. Usually we chase them when they grab the food and then they don't eat it, but he actually ate it. So now we don't know. <laughs> so now we don't know. And then Kyle, take the reins on what is happening. When they go the point back to Peter, he's not there. Oh my god. Ari, who do you want to make roll? Uh... It should be me. I'll take this, this burden. That's an 18. Oh, all right. All right. That hasn't been rolled yet, so... <laughs> Like a fucking zombie, this weird fast food amalgamation of a man appears in front of you and bares his teeth and rears back to bite into your shoulder. Oh. Brent, if, if I can narrate a bit, Brent is just gonna first like grab and hold off this weird food monster and just, just bro punch. <laughs> Oh my god. Peter in the face. Just try and keep him off. The way he was destined to. I will say, since his face is already made of so much food, like, will the face just kind of like just. Oh. Yeah, you punch it, and the face indents as tomato sauce 
and ranch and a bunch of other gooey stuff spread to the side. I didn't think this through. <laughs> and Peter, Peter stumbles back and he looks at you and he has this big uncomfortable smile with half of the face indented in. Hi, my name is Pete. And I like meat. Oh my god. Every time I see it, <laughs> I start to feed. <laughs> and Pete's food parts start curling backwards as the mozzarella tongue sticks outwards uh, and falls off, as do other pieces of oh. the food. Revealing the inside as Pete turns into what looks to be like a giant slice of pizza but oriented like a scorpion and arms go out. He has little like, you know, chocolate bars and bread sticks. And at the end in the two front claws are just two giant chicken beaks. God, I will say like there's so much basically things that have gone wrong and as not expected that I will just say that Volker will just yell like, Mom, what is happening? And then you will see another ghost just like entering through the ballroom or like through like the side of the room, just being like, I was just making sure everything was ready. And then like look at that and be like, what did you do? And look at the kids, which are just like, uh, and like the other just basically members of the Monorva household, which is an anagram for Romanov, by the way. <laughs> the Monorva household. God damn it. I think we had gathered by this point. We'll all, yeah, God they all have appeared. So how, how, how do you undo this? And the mom, Zenobia, is going to be like, I, I don't know. I was just preparing things for the ballroom. And the kid are going to be like, oh, he wasn't supposed to eat the food, mom. And so... I'm gonna Nancy Drew this motherfucker. Boss fight, boss fight, boss fight, boss fight! If you want to fight him, you can fight him for sure, or try to. Well, I'm willing to flee if we can't outright kill, but Brent's gonna Nancy Drew this motherfucker. I'm going to, like, run to the side of the room and, like, undo the rope that holds up the big chandelier in the ballroom <laughs> and drop it directly on the pizza scorpion. Oh my yes. god! <laughs> okay, roll roll for that. Heart of the cards, baby! Uh, did we roll a 14 yet? We did roll a 14! Oh! <laughs> so... You caught the chandelier without realizing how close you are from the chandelier. And like, do you have like any last living words to say? Like as you're thinking that you're like, ah, oh, your end has come or something like that. Even though the chandelier is coming straight at you. <laughs> I don't think Brent has any words other than like trying to pretend to give a steely look to the pizza scorpion one last time. And then like... If you love me, let me go! <laughs> Plays as the chandelier just smashes down. And as it does, Pesto Scuba, you will notice that the bed where you are is getting a bit more crowded, because next to you, Red Chast <laughs> is sitting next to you now. It's Red! No! 
And so what what is going to happen? Are you going to fight him? It's only you and him now. The roll board is clean. The, the roll board, board is, is clean. clean. The roll board is clean. Unless we want to unclean it. Yeah. Maybe should we like roll? I think it should be clean. How about Kyle rolls one and I roll one? And those are the two finale death numbers. Okay. It's a four. And mine is a 12. God. Right. Back to the beginning. Again. God damn it. <laughs> nice. Four and 12 are the death numbers. Okay. For this finale fight. Sibby is going to turn around to the family. Do you still have that cult? Oh yes, my yes. God. That was what I was hoping you would yeah, say. There it yes. Is. Yes. That's what I wanted. Lexi's eyes will light up and he will say like, Oh, that's my favorite toy! <laughs> and then he will like manifest it. First, because it's just like the standard thing, a doll looking like Sam Winchester will appear with the cold, but then Lexi will just grab the cold <laughs> and give it to you. Like, don't, don't, don't worry about that part. That is not important right now. <laughs> Alright. Sammy. Sammy loads the gun and he does the thing that you do to guns. So they're ready to go. They're like, ch -ch -ch and whatever yeah, that, that means. Yeah, that Spin him a little revolver chamber a bit. Yeah, it looks really cool when he does it. I just don't know how guns work. The cock the gun. Yes, he cocks the gun. He cocks the gun. Here you go. And he levels it and stares down Pete, his last sort of living companion. But as he points it at... Peter, Pete. Is it Pete or Peter? Not even he knows at this point. Yeah. <laughs> the deeply upsetting zombie. A single man tear is gonna roll down his cheek. I'm sorry, friend. God, he's gonna pull the trigger. 19. Oh, oh yeah! Oh. Alright. <laughs> And so you like, it will be like that slow motion thing that happens in like big supernatural, like a god the monster thing, or you see the bullet in slow mo just hit. Pete, where does it hit Pete? Obviously, it has to be a vital point. Where does it hit Pete, Kyle? I mean, he's a pizza scorpion. I don't know where the fuck. Right in the pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> in the pepperoni. Sure. It hits Pete in the pepperoni. Do you have any last, not necessarily words, I don't know if you can say words at this point, but any last actions? So, I'm gonna say Pete was lunging up, he had his big tail up and his pincers and he was like ready to grab both sides. I'm actually say yeah, he reached up and he grabbed both sides of the bed and he was like rearing his scorpion tail to strike, which at the very end of it, at the tip, had the first thing he ate. Oh. A little Hershey's kiss. Oh my god. Oh my god. And it swings down, and right as it's about to hit, a blast. From Sammy's point of view, it looks like almost blood of tomato paste hits him. And we look and we just see a hole in one of the pepperoni slices, and the scorpion falls to the ground. Oh. Sammy. Once again, kneels. Oh my god. And places god. his hand on the are, are you cradling the like stuffed crust head of the scorpion? No, he's not 
cradling it. He's putting his hand on the ground edgily. Okay, I got it. Oh, I see. Yeah, you know. Like an edgy man. As you do. His hair falls over his eyes as he stares into the tomato sauce. Arion, my wayward son. Yeah. Is it anything that is a good a good way to, to end it? I like that. I think that's fine, yeah. honestly, yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I shot Peter! <laughs> you shot Peter! The only I I was angling. I I thought maybe the ghost would disappear in the morning so that I could say the line, I'm fading fast, Sammy. Oh my god. But that was <laughs> that was uh, that was a rare opportunity, and this is a way better ending. You know, technically that would have happened, but this plot got derailed in ways I did not predict. I'm so glad you meant for a cute ending, and you bug snatched me so hard. Uh, I just, I just like, I meant like, God oh, everybody has it. been like so, so set in their own things that they haven't realized like what's going on, and they just miss their family, and it was a thing of like, oh, I wasn't actually going to have that like, oh, they got murdered, any patty ever or anything like that. It was going to be like, oh, they are died separately, but went back to the house because they just missed oh, each other so much. Oh, yeah, no! Oh, this is really fucking sad! <laughs> so sweet and sad and fuck you! <laughs> yeah, so like, Callie, for your reference, the one, the girl in the mirror was Marsta, which is Maria, because I figured she's the yeah. one that would be the most like, so what? What's happening here? And then the one that was painting was Olga. And then Tatiana, which was tiny, I never really showed up because she never went to any of the locations where she was supposed <laughs> to be. Oops. I mean, she sort of showed up a little bit in the ballroom, yeah, but yeah. that's what I was trying to reference. And then Alexi and Anastasia, I made them both kids because I like them both as kids. Two babies in a trench coat luring people into their doom. Yeah. Two babies in a trench it's coat. Adorable. The worst part was, I remember I joked at the very beginning. You did. Oh, you did. It's two, it's two teens in a trench coat. You did. 
did. You did. You did. I was. I can't believe you cracked it. I also I love that like it was all the super cutesy stuff for, for a reveal, but a, a man still did die. A man still did die. I mean, there were still a lot of death traps. Also, the father Nicholas will appear, which is the re- the one that was making those whale sounds because he just hit his leg in a in a like bedpost because he always does that in my thing, oh. and he just made like a oh sound, <laughs> and that's what it was. But anyways, Jesus Christ, I love how pure this all is. Anyways, time to for a Resident Evil boss fight. I just said Okaiba is not a character I am having an easy time getting into. He is not my natural inclination. Somehow, Sam Winchester is my natural inclination. Yeah, no. And that's so upsetting. Ah, my tooth feels weird. You shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> it does. It feels a little weird. In real life? Yeah. Oh, my fucking does God. Does it? Oh, no. Please don't do this. Please. You don't worry. This is the one that went bad. This one right here. I'm. Mm. I'll find your mother. I, uh. I know I can't find mine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Unless you are in season 14 when she's in fact brought back by God's secret sister. But then she is killed again by God's God. <laughs> I want to note that lettuce did not come from anywhere else. He only has it in the hand. Uh, <laughs> he ate some of his own hand. God, we know. I got it. I got <laughs> it. Permission to ban Kyle from playing in the ever one shots. <laughs> You know, originally, we have time. my punishment was just going to be like, oh, you become what you eat. You become a little hen and run around as a hen. And then Kyle was like, no, Bug I snacks. have a better idea. And then just cursed this fucking curse. Bug snacks. It's a very good game. So I have a question. Yeah. You're, you're, you're the GM, so you have the power to just... uh make Kyle leave the game, right? Oh, I've been messaging Ari this entire time. Yeah, and you know, I didn't really have a final boss in this game, so I kind of like how things have turned out, and in fact, <laughs> Kyle is the final boss? Damn you, Kyle. I, yeah, I didn't have a, a final boss here. It was going to be all like a cutesy family reunion thing, but now that it's over... <laughs> <laughs> you ruined you ruined the Fomanov family reunion. What have you done? <laughs> you fucking ruined the Romanovs having a jipe and now and now we're fighting the fucking fifth guy. Like this is this is how does this fucking happen? Fucking this is what Christ. happens when Kyle is a PC. Yeah, this Kyle just always. Kyle can only ever just try to feed more and more GM ideas as a player. Kyle, Kyle plays to backseat GM. I'm sorry. No, it's a good <laughs> no, thing. No, no, it's no. not a bad thing. That's why it works, because your ideas yeah. are all very compelling to the game master. Everyone takes the deal. It's bug snacks. Ooh, it's bug snacks. Like this is going to be the love confession Ooh. of Pestos. No, it's not, though. I just have no fucking idea how he would Ooh, respond bugs in snacks. real words because. Ooh. <laughs> not by singing the Bugsnacks theme song.
How did we get here? I asked myself. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it turned into a horse. <laughs> <laughs>